This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. This show is brought to you by Pet King Brands, the makers of Zymox and Oratine. It's Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the All-Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Calling all cat fans! Now, when it comes to interpreting your cat's facial expression, let's be honest. Do you find it easier to open a stubborn jar of pickles or maybe do a Rubik's Cube in a under a minute? I agree because it can be doggone challenging to tell how your cat is feeling by trying to read his stoic puss face. I mean, really, how can you tell if he's healthy and happy or if he's hiding pain from a health issue? You know what we need? We need a cat translator or a little dash of artificial intelligence. Our special guests today are smart, savvy, and definitely major cat health advocates. They're part of a team from Sylvester.ai, you know what the AI stands for, that has created a special app to enable us to accurately read our cat's state of mind. They're here today to talk about a cool new app. It's called Tably. T-A-B-L-Y. And I think it's a real game changer. So let's give pause and applause to Mish Priest and Sajna Massey. Welcome to the show, ladies. Oh, thank you. I hope I did it right. You guys are going to try to open that pickle jar after the show, right? (laughs) We're going to find out how this app works and much more about what they're doing to boost the health of cats. But we got to pay for the show. So sit and stay or purr. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. For furry ones, actually, sit and stay. Oh, behave. We'll be right back. Pause up, everyone. Arden Moore here, the host of the Oh, Behave show. Raise your paw if you love frozen desserts. I know I do. And so do my canine trio of Bujo, Kona, and Emma. They drool with delight when offered this sweet treat. And now all dogs will have plenty to yap about. That's because Ben and Jerry's has just unleashed not one, but two doggy desserts. Your dog can enjoy the Ponce Mix made with peanut butter and pretzel swirls, or Rosie's Batch made with pumpkin and mini cookies, or put a little of both in their bowl. Yum, yum for the tum-tum. Now, when you treat yourself to a bowl of your favorite Ben and Jerry's ice cream, mine is the classic Cherry Garcia, your dogs can enjoy the Ponce Mix or Rosie's Batch or a blend of both. Do you know what time it is? Why, it's Ben and Jerry's time. I see Happy, Bujo, Kona, and Emma heading my way. Check out the Ben and Jerry's doggy desserts at benjerry.com. That's B-E-N-J-E-R-R-Y.com. Pause up. 
Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Behave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I am delighted that we have a dynamic duel in the house. And they're from Calgary, Canada. Hey, Canada fans. Yay. They are Mish Priest and Sajna Massey. They're both from a group called uh, Sylvester AI, and they have an app called Tably. I hope I'm doing this all right. Um, But I want to first welcome you properly. Mish, how's it going? Oh, it's going great. Thank you so much for having us. All right. And uh, Sajna, what's going on with you? Good. I'm having a great day. We're super excited to be here. All right. Now, you know, when it comes to cats, they've always been a little bit of the feline mystique. Wouldn't you agree? Cats, they're not like our beautiful dogs who are all about pleasing us and letting us know everything. You know, we have friends like that with two legs, but then we have these cool, aloof friends that may be like, yeah, I'm okay. I feel okay. And really they don't. So with cats, because they're both prey and predator, Cats can be very mysterious and very self-protective. Wouldn't you agree? Let's go with Mish first. Talk about, you know, doing artificial intelligence and you're taking on a species that is like, oh gosh, I'm really going to date myself. There's this old Hollywood actress named Greta Garbo and her whole mainstay was, I want to be left alone. So um, can you tell us about how unique it is to crack the code on what cats are thinking or how they're feeling? Yeah, absolutely. As you said, mentioned that they're both predator and prey, and it leaves them vulnerable if they express their pain. So yeah, we have built an app using artificial intelligence uh, combined with the feline grimace scale to help determine how a cat is doing. And for those who aren't familiar, I don't know, do you want me to go into this? Yeah, like, because when I think of the Grimace scale, I keep thinking of one of those Dr. Seuss books, you know, the Grinch, only this one might purr, and they're called a Grimace. So yeah, let's start at the beginning. Explain to people what the heck the feline Grimace scale really is. Yeah, so there are Grimace scales of a wide variety and for multiple species. And the one that we've based our machine learning model on is the feline grimace scale, which uses different facial cues for determining if a cat is either okay or in moderate pain or acute pain. And right now our model can determine if a cat is happy or not, but basically those facial cues are ear positioning, eye shape, muzzle shape, whisker positioning, and their head in the relation to their body. And uh, these can give an indicator of how a cat is doing. So Sajana, I think cats are like poker players, don't you? I mean, they bluff really well. So how hard is it for you guys to be able to read a cat? Yeah, I mean, the the interesting thing about the feline grimace scale is typically it was only used by vets and they are subtle facial cues. So, you know, even a really experienced cat parent, let alone a new cat parent, might not really be able to use the tool as effectively as an animal health professional. And so, you know, before we created Tably, the feline grimace scale was really a tool that was exclusively for vets. And now we've been able to bring this to really anybody that, that wants to download the app, which is really exciting. I think Tably sounds much nicer than Grimace. 
<laughs> we worked yeah. hard on the name. There yeah, was a lot yeah. brainstorming behind it. <laughs> yeah, tell us about that. Obviously, tabbies it kind of like that, but tell us how you came with the T-A-B-L-Y. Yeah, it's um, we brainstormed quite a few names, and this one had you know like keeping tabs on your cat. We wanted some- ah, there you go. There's one ding ding we ding something approachable and um, not too medical, but also not too fun and cutesy. So something what I I imagine to be like a a kind and compassionate nurse, but is also, you know, wants you to kind of follow doctor's orders as well. So uh, we felt Tabby was that name that embodied that. Do you have a couple that made it to the reject pile you want to share? Uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah. Um, Tello was another one. So which one? Tello, T-E-L-L-O-W. That okay. was one where, you know, cats are trying to tell us. Or Oh, you had me at Tello. You yeah. had me at Tello. Okay. Okay. That was funny. What was another one? Can you remember? Sajna, you got any up there? I didn't think of what the other ones were. Um, could have done hiss and tell. But you know what? You came up with tably, which is keeping tabs on your cat. So was that like a eureka moment with you guys? Yeah, it, it was, uh, it made it, it was hard because it was between Tello and Tabby. And another one I remembered was Canary because Sylvester and Tweety and Tweety is a canary. Yeah, but nowadays all the cartoons are getting PG'd and politically correct. Who knows what the fate of Sylvester and uh, yeah. Tweety are going to be <laughs> in a couple of years, you know? And canary in the coal mine too was like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think a lot of people are raising their cats in coal mines anymore or ever. But all right, so we've got the idea of how it is. It's an app. Right now, it's available on Apple, on iOS. Tell us a little bit about how somebody can get their paws on the app, Tably, and what's the future for us that uh, have the wonderful Androids? Yeah, so Tably for iOS is on the Apple App Store, uh, T-A-B-L-Y. If you do a search for that, you should find it. If you are, we have a lot of Android users that are excited about this. So if you are an Android user and you're interested, we can give you access to our prototype. So you can just reach out to us through our website, sylvester.ai. And then we are piloting our VetSide app, and this is for remote patient monitoring. And that one is in a closed beta right now. Gosh, listen to their talking, everybody. These are geniuses. And I don't think either one of you grew up saying, you know, when I grow up, I'm going to do an artificial intelligence app on a cat. So let's start with you, Mish, first. Did you ever grow up with any cats or dogs? I was a huge animal lover as a kid. I had all kinds of pets. My mom didn't want animals in the house. So <laughs> we had all of the small, but eventually convinced her uh, to have a dog. And then when I left home, adopted two cats and had a dog. And I have a dog now. Is that uh, Sadie? Yes, this is Sadie. <laughs> How, does Sadie approve of the Tabley app or is does Sadie have canine jealousy? No. Well, uh, with her, I don't need an app. I, I know what I'm doing. What kind of dog is Sadie? She's a mix. She's a rescue. So she's a mixed shepherd lab. Uh, And things people like to guess what's in her. Um, (laughs) Is she a canine cocktail? A canine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And she loves cats. She's, um, I have a picture of her with with a cat. Nice, nice. Now, Sajan, did you grow up with any pets or, um, and what, how did you get into the AI world? Yeah, when I was little, my well, they my grandparents still do live on a farm. And so we had obviously many farm animals, but we had a dog as well. 
And then how did I get get into the AI world? Gosh, kind of kind of by chance, really. I like my my background is in engineering. Oh, okay. Even more respect. Okay. <laughs> and I, I came from the construction industry and I really just like my my interest really started to peak in AI. You know, it's a topic that's really kind of blowing up right now. And then I was very lucky to learn that there was an incredible AI startup um, kind of in, in my backyard here at home. And so I, I've been with them for about six months. So Sylvester so, so is um, two companies that came together. On one side, it's an artificial intelligence company. And then on the other side, it's a marketing company with ties to um, Cat Healthy, which is a, a non-for-profit that is focused on advancing the health of feline species. Okay, that leaded perfectly in because I'm thinking for our dog listeners out there, they're going, really? Is it just because C comes before D? But there's much more involved, right? When you're creating an artificial intelligence app to be able to kind of get a gauge on a cat's health condition or pain level, why is it easier to start with the species, the cat versus the DOG? There's, there's a lot less variance in breed when it comes to cats. So dogs are, their face shapes can just vary so, so much. I don't believe that there is a grimace scale developed for dogs today. Um, whereas with cats, yes, of course, there are different variances in breeds. Our model can have difficulty on things like the Scottish Fold or Persians where they do have modified face shapes. But for the most part, it's, it's a bit, it's definitely more standard than dogs. And then the other piece, kind of like Mish said, you know, when Sadie is unhappy, it's like a very, very clear, she's very expressive. Whereas with cats, it's like different because we actually do need an app to decode what they're thinking. Whereas dogs, it's, it's usually pretty in your face if they're not feeling right. <laughs> So yeah, and to expand on that, Mish, talk about these two breeds, the Scottish Fold, isn't the American Curl maybe, and the Persian, they kind of throw you a little bit for a loop. Yeah, and it's a matter of getting training data um, to get our app to that place. But for the Scottish Fold, because their ears are, are, are pinched and folded, that the model can't read the ears, um, as well as, you know, say a domestic short hair. And then with the Persian, with their muzzle, that's flattened, it's hard for our machine to be able to use that to inform its decision. So mm -hmm. with uh, most adult breeds, our app is 97% accurate. 97%, very good, nice. As we get uh, more data and more usage, the app will become better and um, smarter. Hey, everybody, we're speaking with Amish Priest and Sajna Massey. They're two of the geniuses behind Sylvester AI. It's a game changer for being able to read how our cats are faring based on different things, their eyes, their nose, their whiskers, and other things. We're going to plunge more into how it works, but we're going to take this commercial break first. So everybody, hang on. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Hey, pet pals, Arden Moore here. Welcome to spring and summer, the onset of itchy skin and allergy season. Is your pet dealing with itchy skin, hot spots, and even ear infections? Help is here. It is Zymox Shampoo and Conditioner to the rescue! Not only is this a shampoo and conditioner great for general bathing and healthy skin support, but it is the go-to shampoo and conditioner for itchy pets. Its patented enzyme formula is loaded with antibacterial and antifungal properties to ease the itch and stop the scratching. And as an added bonus, 
Zymox shampoos and conditioners give off a lovely, pleasant non-medicine smell. For over 20 years, Zymox products have been helping pets find relief for many health conditions. All Zymox skin and ear products get their effectiveness from enzymes. Zymox contains no antibiotics and no petroleum byproducts, just the soothing power of enzymes. Zymox can be found at your veterinary clinic, most pet specialty stores, and online. To learn more, dash over to www.zymox.com. That's Z-Y-M-O-X for your pet's sake. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hey everybody, this is Stephen Weber reminding you to always listen to Arden Moore on OVA, the best show on Pet Life Radio. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to OVA. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the OBA show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore, and I feel like my brain is getting exercised. I need this. I love cats. I love dogs. And I actually like people too. But I love it when somebody gets together and says, what can we do to make cats have a better life? So our guests today are not makers of catnip, organic catnip. They're not getting our cats high, but they are trying to give us better tools to diagnose how our cat is faring. And again, this is Mish Priest and Sajna Massey. They're from Sylvester AI. They've got an app. It's called Tably, T-A-B-L-Y. So let's get into it. You talked about how you've been able to have it for veterinarians with the scrima scale and all. So I'm just your average person who loves, loves, loves my cat. I want to be able to be a better cat detective, figure out what's going on. So you use photos. Tell us how it all works. Yeah. Maybe we'll start at the beginning there. So for those of the listeners who don't know what artificial intelligence is, artificial intelligence is basically replicating some sort of some portion of human intelligence. That's been my quest my entire life, artificial (laughs) intelligence. So what computer vision is, is a type of artificial intelligence that's automating the task of human vision, essentially. And so that's really the technology that our model relies on. So when you submit a picture of your cat, the first thing the model does is actually verify that there's a cat in the picture. So as an example, if you use the app and you try to, you know, fool it and take a picture of your dog, it will actually come back and say, there's no cat in this picture. Try again. Type of it thing. won't hiss, will it? <laughs> no! We might have to add that feature in now. And I you're think that would be funny. Um, All right. So it's got to be a cat. Come on, guys. All right. Keep yeah, going. So first, it verifies that it's a cat. And then the computer vision algorithms can actually tell the ear position, eye position, all those five features that are part of the feline grimace scale. And the way that we actually trained the model is we took a database of thousands of pictures and had feline specialists rate them. And then we had our algorithms rate them and we compared the two results. And so how close were they? 97%. That's pretty darn good. Yeah. I would like that gig getting to look at cat pictures all day and be able to interpret. (laughs) We had lots of us that had fun with that. I'm laughing because on my desk, because of course cats have no manners, is Rusty the performer who's sitting there giving me soft little goo goo eyes. 
I don't think he has any grimace in him right now. He's just trying to work me for a treat, right? But he's got very soft eyes. His whiskers are relaxed. His ears are nice and up. And he is purring like a Mack truck. I think if you need an AI model, he's, he's ready for you for healthy. <laughs> got an in-house model. <laughs> yeah. So let's continue. So a lot of times people try to read a cat and you are using some visual cues, but we also have to pay attention to auditory cues, right? I know you don't have that quite yet, but has there been any hope to do and add the or the is there any where you want to try to be able to add other other things like auditory? Uh, our, right now, our focus is more on uh, the remote patient monitoring aspect. Mm -hmm. So that's where we found that our technology the most useful. And if there is an application for the auditory to enhance the remote patient monitoring, it's something that uh, we could explore. But at the moment, we don't have. On you the got your paws full, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just throwing it out there because who knows? You guys might have all the different things. You might even have a smell-o-vision AI coming up too. So you <laughs> never know. You could be detecting cat pheromones. Not the litter box. See where I am? I'm talking about pheromones. I'm being polite. But <laughs> with these photos, this means a big deal because we've been going through the pandemic and people are stuck in parking lots at vet clinics waiting for what the veterinarian will tell them on the phone what's happening inside the exam room. So tell us a little bit about how this could help sort of the future of cat care and medicine, because I know there's different scenarios that it may be value for like diagnosis and, and sadly even end of life. So can you address that? Yeah, I wanted to say um, at the start that our app doesn't diagnose anything, but we help provide more information to help with decision making. Good. But yeah, for sure, our app can be used for post-procedure monitoring, uh, monitoring for end-of-life decision, as you uh, mentioned, because we've had you know our cats in our lives for a period of time, and then we don't want to let them go too soon, but we also don't want them to suffer. So this can be that extra bit of information to help with that decision. Uh, and then as far as, as the future, you know, there's more that we could add to that remote patient monitoring to give data from the cat home to the, the veterinarians to help with triage. But then for, you know, maybe in the next five years or sooner, hopefully, who knows what we could learn from this data. Maybe we can start to diagnose things, um, maybe, you know, eye infections or yeah. types of diseases, or it would be great if we could diagnose, you know, diabetes early. That's an issue with cats, but it's been used. We've, had a cat parent who had a geriatric cat um, and just participated in our product testing group. And our app kept saying her cat was not happy. She took her cat to the vet and found out, you know, her cat's arthritic and needs to be on, on pain. Oh, so the kitty was having a lot of pain walking. Yeah. And so now the cat's on pain management. And um, she said, it's like he was five years younger. Is he wearing a top hat and doing a yeah. dance with a cane now? <laughs> Well, see, that's good. So this is a big deal. Years ago, I was the editor of Catnip. Now that sounds silly, but it was through Tufts University School of Veterinary Medicine. It was a, it's a national magazine. I did it for eight years and I had to interview all these brainiacs that had like Vanna White initials after their name. <laughs> and at the time, they were just acknowledging that cats actually have pain. And I'm not that gigantically old, 
but it seems like when it comes to pain management, especially in a species like cats who hide things, this has been a hard nut to crack, right? So tell us how Tabley can really be a game changer. Yeah, the, the one thing that we've really heard a lot from vets is that after a procedure, that cat goes home and they might make follow-up phone calls to see how the cat's recovering. And it's really difficult for them to kind of take the word of the cat parents sometimes because because cats are so great at hiding their pain, usually the reflex response is, oh yeah, like my cat seems fine. Everything's usual. And that's exactly what the cat is trying to get you to think. Yeah. And so the great thing about our tool is that, you know, say your cat goes in for a dental procedure. When you okay. leave the clinic, the vet will say, hey, for the next two weeks, I want you to monitor your cat with Tably. Okay. You take it home. You take pictures every, you know, maybe three times a day, you answer different health questions, and that data actually gets sent back to your vet. Nice. So they have some very objective data to say, okay, this cat seems presenting progressing okay. This cat, I need to keep an eye on it. This cat needs to come back right away. And on one hand, it really leads to better health outcomes for the cat. Because, I, I agree. Yeah, like in, in many scenarios, this after a dental, um, the cat might come in for a mandatory checkup after 10 days. But the reality is, what if that cat is struggling at five days? What if it's ripped its sutures out and, you know, there's risk of rot and they really need to get back before that 10-day mark? Well, yeah. Historically, there hasn't been a way to actually really get that data. And now with Tably, you actually have this customized approach to your cat's recovery, which is really special. And then, I mean, the, the other piece of it is that if it so happens that your cat doesn't need a follow-up appointment, we had, a, I actually chatted with a vet just a few, few days ago who was saying that she's surrounded by a lot of rural areas where most of her clients drive in like two hours one way to the vet. Wow. Wow. Which is wow. very far. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, if, if Tably can kind of make that client experience a bit better by not having them, you know, sit in the car for four hours. And the stress for the cat. Exactly. Exactly. Who's saying, are we almost there yet? Are we yeah. almost there yet? We know cats hate being carriers and they definitely don't like the vet either. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just think this is great. I mean, has there been AIs for other species that you guys are involved with or are you thinking about other species? But I'm just kind of glad you started with the cat. They always seem in some regards to be the second class citizen. So I know I just sort of threw you a couple different angles, but first of all, you're up in the game for cats because there's more of cats in homes than there are dogs. And second, are you thinking about other things? So tell us what you're doing to help improve the rep and the health of cats. That's exactly it. They're the underserved market, um, especially when you look at the spend in the dog market versus the cat. Dogs get at, you know, sometimes annual checkups or every few years for their- yeah. And, and cats get seen at the beginning of their life for vaccinations and then at the end when there's an issue. Um, and so uh, Tabli is our, our first product for Sylvester.ai and um, focuses on cats, but we are looking into other species. Um, mm -hmm. you, know, we, uh, you know, whatever species has a grimace scale, so horses or... Oh, I, okay. I, we've had some requests for, for rats and, and mice who are used in research. Yeah. And there's a lot of pet rats out there too, um, you know, that have wonderful bonds with their people. Um, I don't have any because I have cats. My cats would be like, really? Lunch? <laughs> Is this a rodent sushi? 
So yeah, so that that's nice. I mean, personally, just before we wrap everything up, I want to have you ask each of you estate, how has this been a game changer for you as far as what you think about life? What do you think about companion animals? How has being part of this impacted you? Yeah, for me, this is Mish. Uh, for me, it's been just that understanding of how, uh, like, cats are sentient beings. You know, I, I think, what was it, 20 years ago, um, it was a regular practice to declaw cats and things. And then also, um, I'm part of the animal care committee for Mount Royal University and had listened to some studies about how there was this belief that animals didn't feel pain and they would have things done to them without any anesthetic, things like that. So for me, yeah, it's just been really special to see the types of things that make cats happy, but also that can annoy cats. So, you know, some, some cats don't like costumes, but some actually do. They don't like the process of getting into them, but once they're right. in them, they're okay. <laughs> I wrote the cat behavior answer book. I wish I had a tably app when I was writing it because I think it would have given me even more clues, but they are pretty tricky to decode, but you're putting them AI, artificial intelligence. The cats are like, okay, here's the white flag. <laughs> this is really how I feel. Hey, uh, Sajna, tell us about your thoughts about this. I love your answer, Mish. That was beautiful. No pressure, Sajna. No, no. <laughs> no pressure, no pressure. I think the most interesting thing that I've really learned about this is I think I was definitely in that kind of majority of bucket of people that didn't think that cats needed as much care as dogs. And I think this project has just really taught me that like all species benefit from proactive care and that there's a really long way to go in terms of educating cat parents, because I think there's a lot of fallacies out there about, well, they're mostly indoor animals, you know, they don't go to the dog park like a dog would, they don't need as much care. But the reality is that they can really lead much longer, healthier, happier lives if people were to understand proactive care protocols. Very well said. Very well said. Hey guys, before we wrap this up, we got to make sure everybody knows how to get their paws on information. So it is called the Tably app. It's on the, the Apple store. You can go check them out there. But also, it is also go to your Facebook page, which is Sylvester AI, correct? And are you guys planning any more studies that might, if any of our listeners want to get involved more? We know that, you know, you have such an amazing audience of, of animal enthusiasts. So if anyone that's listening is interested in participating in our product testing group focused on behavior, yeah, please reach out to us um, and let us know you're, you're interested in our next group. Um, there's a form on our website that you can, can fill out and, and give us your contact information. And out of the study, I think most of our users really say that they they come out with uh, a better understanding of, of their cat's behavior. So yeah, we, we'd love some of your listeners to participate. And I know it's silly, but say the website for everybody. It's sylvester.ai. So there's, there's no .com in there. It's just sylvester.ai. All right. Uh, Mish, any final thoughts? Uh, yeah, just happy to hear feedback. And uh, I'm particularly interested in stories about how our app is being used um, to help cats leave ha happier, healthier lives. I like it. Hey, everybody, I want to give a big pause up to uh, Mish Priest and uh, Sajana Massey, two of the geniuses at Sylvester.ai. Check them out with the Tably app. It's a game changer. I keep saying that, but I don't use that word lightly. So I'm so glad you're up in the game for cats, their health, their well-being. I also want to do a shout out. I always call him the wizard of paws, but today I'm also going to call him the surgeon of sound. 
Yeah, I'm talking about the executive director of Pet Life Radio, Mark Winter. He is amazing. We have been on this show, Mark and I, since 2007. So do a little research. And we are the longest continuously running pet podcast on the planet. Woo! So that's pretty cool. And it's been the idea of Mark, who also has a lot of real intelligence, not artificial. So he created a the Pet Life Radio Network. Hey guys, I would love you to check me out at ardenmore.com. And uh, we do host Meowie Hour every Wednesday night on Facebook with the Cat Fancier Association. Mish and Sajuna have been on it. I actually created a kitty cocktail for them. And they were so happy they actually agreed to be on this show too. So thank you. I didn't turn you away. Did you guys like Meowie Hour? Yeah, it was great. It's crazy, isn't it? All right. Hey, power to the cat, power to the dog. And for us two-leggers, we just should be grateful that they make us better humans. So at this time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave! Coast to coast and around the world, it's all behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.